0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Tank Rodriguez Show, relationship show. Until we figure out a name for the show. I am indeed your host, Tank Rodriguez. And of course, joined with me are my experts of love. We got Dr. Derek In Love. How are you doing today, sir?
1: I'm good. On a scale of one to 10, I am 12 inches.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs>
2: That's
0: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we got the Czar of Snugs, SoundCloud rapper, Shanae Howard. How you doing?
3: <laughs> um, I mean, I was gonna say the twelve joke, but uh, so, Doctor so, so Love I, beat me to it.
0: He's okay, he's well, a, well, a, well, how about this? How's it hanging?
3: <laughs> a little to the right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in,
1: in, in, in towards the uterus. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's cool. You're you're a soundcloud rapper. You're, is your like is your rep name uh like
2: what are you talking uh, about sa- it
1: sad sad girl? <laughs>
2: sad, sad, uh, sad girl sad girl
1: squirrel sad, sad girl snugs
2: <laughs>
3: um you know I uh, my husband dubbed me with the uh, sad face sad sack but um I think like sad girl snugs it should be the new it's my it's my side project. It's where I really go experimental.
2: Sorry. Right. Yeah.
1: You are seem like that. You, you like very used TLC, so I was like, no, I don't want no
2: snugs. Snugs are the kind of thing. No love for me. You know. Hanging on the that's, passenger
3: side of his best friend's right. ride. That's, trying to snug up. with me.
2: Trying
1: to <laughs> try, In in his old snuggie. <laughs> that's right. It's all about guys who try to hit on you in their snuggies.
0: So is it I'm, snugs? I'm is it snugs before drugs or drugs before snugs? Basically. Snugs
3: and drugs. No. Snugs no and drugs. No shame here in any of it. S-
0: snugs, okay. drugs, and snugs, drugs, and maybe some hugs. <laughs> the, the penny. Well, depending. No well, that, 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 That's where we draw the line, sir. That is unacceptable <laughs> and uncalled for. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we do not. I'll hug. snug
3: you, but I'm not going to hug you. No. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, Sinead, like if, if it was available to you right now to make an extra $1,000 a month, would you be a professional snuggler?
3: Yes. No, more than sign and, me and, up. And, and honestly, you know what? I'm so good at it. I'm going to charge more than $1,000 a month.
0: Okay. Well, I'm just no, what I'm saying is like if the opportunity presented itself, would you do it? Yeah. Okay.
3: Like if I was making more than I am now, then fuck yeah.
0: Well, no, right. it's a side hustle. You're just making an extra thousand okay. dollars a month.
3: Yeah. Like how, then how often am I snugging people?
0: About, yeah. about 15 to 20 hours a week. Okay. Here's A thousand dollars though. a month? Do you, no, like a
1: little while. <laughs> how long, how long do I have to snug for?
0: Uh, 30 this minutes just... to, 30 minutes to an hour per person. Okay.
1: And, okay, 30 minutes to an hour per person. Do I, have, do I get
0: to keep my pants on? Yeah, no, no, no. No sexualness whatsoever. What? But, you know, some of the clients may be uh, uh, l- a little robust, uh, which, causes, which causes, you know, sweatiness and maybe an odor. i do doing mm. power. But no, I, know, uh, I need more
3: money than $1,000 a month if I'm doing 15 to 20 hours a week.
0: That was the scenario. You got it. Yes or no.
3: Not for a thousand. I need more money. That's not even minimum wage.
0: Okay, fifteen hundred a month. I don't even care about
1: the money, but if you're making me keep my pants on, this it's not how I snuggle.
0: So. <laughs> 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 Optional. No, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you didn't want to take them off, you okay. know, if you didn't want to take them off. Okay, so. but
1: it's an option. It's a, it can, they can stay on or off.
0: That's right. Right. Exactly.
1: Okay. I don't. I just have to think about getting under the covers and snuggling under the covers, like having pants well, on. You
3: don't have just, to snuggle under the covers.
1: Well, I don't like being cold either, so I feel like this is. <laughs> don't make me choose. I like to have my snugs the way I like to have my snugs. Okay? <laughs>
0: you, you, did, wait, wait a minute. Did you say you like to have your tugs the way you like your snugs? <laughs> That's great. I'm,
2: under, the, under the covers. I just...
0: I, I'm under
1: the covers and no pants on. <laughs> That's, i think we'll have a very different set of clientele
0: oh uh, man Shanae, I think so. oh man <laughs> I, I i really do hope that felicia comes on the on the uh the podcast with us that's the uh the date the dig pick raider uh so she can tell you a little bit more about her her uh i hope,
2: I hope so i hope she can give me profession. some biz, business
0: I
1: mean, pointers so about point. uh about snuggling because i feel like this about is, uh, tugs well, I
2: am mean, <laughs> way I'm more saying, than like,
1: way more than a thousand for that, my friend. That's
3: all I'm <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say like starting out fifteen dollars for thirty minutes, thirty for an hour. Wait, what? Well, that's
2: Wait, low f- dude. Wait,
1: thirty thirty. a thousand
3: dollars a month, and then I'm doing fifteen to twenty hours a week for four weeks. That's way less than like I'm saying like yeah, fifteen for thirty minutes, and then thirty for an hour. Once starting out, once I build a clientele, then I'll raise the prices. But like.
1: Well, I just, you would have I just, you would have to do thirty three. I mean, it's thirty three hours of snuggling a month to make your thousand. Really? Uh, yeah, it's only like uh, yeah, it's like well, it's thirty bucks. I mean, thirty bucks
0: a pop, right? And yeah, 30 30, bucks, that's thirty three yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. That's thirty three people. Thirty three people. Oh, so
3: Yeah, 30, yeah so thirty three hours. I mean, that's still less than fifteen to twenty per week if I'm spreading out for the whole month.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
3: I'm out of it. Yeah, I'm saying I got to build the clientele, and then I can charge
0: for more. That's like two, two, three people a day, and maybe you did like five on the weekend. Yeah, you just knock, you know, we knocked five on a Saturday, five on a Sunday. Yeah, you, that's you charge, the Lord's Day. You charge more on Sunday because, indeed, it is the Lord's <laughs> Day. There, people. Oh. <laughs> I mean,
1: I will, I will charge you extra, but I, I will snuggle with you while we watch. Uh, the uh, 700 Club on <laughs> the television
3: I'm just imagining you and Tank just snuggling on the, on Sunday mornings watching watch, the 700 Club watch together the 700 Club.
0: <laughs> and then like like, oh wait a minute do you want to watch 700 Club or Joel Olstein? <laughs> <laughs> like nope you're the one that's paying <laughs> pay. um, that's awesome well,
1: if you, uh, <laughs> if you if you if you start weeping though and, and saying you're living in say with my snuggles though, I'm not gonna.
0: Yeah, I gotta bail. You know, that's a, that's a deal breaker. Uh, you know, we, we have to be like Jesus and not judge. You know, that's right. But if you but, got uh,
1: some, if you got some sacrificial wine though, I'll take that too.
0: Yes, we will. Yes, okay. we will all day. Uh, but speaking of judgment, uh, any PB update? No, uh, so. <laughs> We uh we did have
1: a, like a funny conversation today though. So, um, or a couple of days ago. So I, I came out from my office of work and uh, my home office and um, my daughter goes, hey, guess what? Um, the next house we live in, we're gonna get a house of land and I'm gonna build a tiny house. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm just sure you are, okay. And then she was like,
2: She's like, yeah. and all
1: and all my friends are gonna live there with me, and I'm like, no, it's
2: <laughs> not gonna happen.
1: And she's like, why? I'm like, because you will eventually leave the house someday, which is great, but your friends will be the type of people that will just remain, and <laughs> like, I won't be able to get rid of them. And I eventually, have to just burn the tiny house to the ground, so they have nowhere to go. It's like, <laughs> it's like when you have we have a rat prop, we have a rat problem, and if you just get rid of where they live, then they got to go elsewhere. I'm like, so. Yeah.
3: I mean, how, <laughs> how good does your daughter think she is at plumbing? <laughs> so, or carpentry? You think is, or- so I
1: said, I said, well, where where are you gonna get the tiny house? And she's like, well, you know, gonna, you know we're gonna get to buy one. And I'm like, who who's gonna buy one though? Like, I'm like, like, because I feel like that's gonna fall to me. Like, I'm gonna buy the tiny house, and then you're gonna live in said tiny house, and then your friends are gonna live in said tiny house, and then she's like, well, they'll pay rent, and I'm like, I know they won't. I'm like, so y'all gonna live in that? And then she was like, "Well, we'll just build other tiny houses." I'm like, "Oh, so you have like a commune on my property?" And she's like, <laughs> "Well, yeah, we we'll all live together." I'm like, "Great." I'm like, I went from a dad to a cult leader in like two seconds. I'm like, with all your non-paying hippie rent friends that are running around my yard. I'm like that I can't get rid of. I'm like,
3: if you're the cult leader, you can educate them. Maybe, maybe you need to be the world's father and teach them how to how to grow up and not bring pickles to someone's house
1: maybe i should that should be the one rule just if you, you thou shall not uh bring pickles to one's home and uh or i do like a jim jones and i can just like spike the pickle juice i don't think one person would drink it Ooh, i'm kidding i'm
0: kidding
1: as long as we're all wearing
3: matching tracksuits i think it's fine
1: uh, great. uh, yeah, but no, uh, PB P- has been, uh, it's been pretty quiet on, on the PB front. I do ask her now and then. I said, I was asked like, how often is he going to Waterburger? and,
2: uh, <laughs>
3: Regularly.
1: Yeah, and then also like <laughs> if he's actually like doing any of his schoolwork and, and my daughter was like, why? And I'm like, because like, <laughs> you know, you don't want to be dating a uh, uh, sophomore junior in there. Uh, and she's like, Well, I think all my friends are gonna be like that. I'm like, Well, then you're gonna be the one that, that is one grade ahead, which is awesome. So um, yeah. So <sighs> P- P- PB is just doing his thing, you know, he's doing his PB you're, thing.
3: Your dog's so, got a good heart. She,
1: bad does. She, she does she does <laughs> they're they're not. I mean, honestly, they're don't I mean they could be way worse. So
3: Oh yeah.
1: Uh they are just um yeah, they're just something else. But I don't want them living in my house. That's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or on my property, no. like and she was like, you know, some people turn buses into tiny houses. I'm like, no, that's even worse. Like, it's, bad like it's not you want, like a, a commune, but i mean, about the magic school buses.
0: What? <laughs> you should, you should you have like, a – no, go ahead.
3: With, with tiny homes, like, there's a lot of upkeep that you have to do with it. Like, things break quite often. Uh, of course, if you're used to, like, a normal toilet, no matter what toilet system you use, like, there's going to be issues with it, depending on which one. I've had a couple – I've had, like, seven or eight friends live in tiny homes. Only one of them still does. Uh, wow. Most were out within six months. Like, it, it's, it's a hard living. And I was like, yeah, no, that's a cute idea at all. No. It, like, even if you let it happen, nobody would stay.
1: I feel like I feel like that's the type of thing you do to, like, do for, like, a year. So you don't have to pay rent. You just take all that rent and, like, put it towards something else. Mm-hmm. And then you buy a real house.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: with it. But the, tiny houses are so expensive with like the pre-built ones. Like, they're even uh i had two friends like build their own and then i know somebody who did the the bus thing he's been working on it for four years uh, has yet to happen
1: awesome. it's basically like a bus with a couch on it that's where you. Uh, it's a bus with a couch and like a and like a, a cooktop <laughs> a propane like stove. A,
3: he just finished the shower in it
1: yeah it just seems like a lot of work to like not have for- a mortgage payment i would almost rather just work another job you just take that money and like pay down my, my mortgage for a regular size house.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I feel like that would be less work than than doing that, but uh, yeah, that's where we are on the, on the PB front. Uh, more to, more to come on PB when I, when I know more, but the uh, quarantine has keep, kept him at bay, so uh, <laughs> and he's not exactly the most uh, communicative uh, person on text message, which is funny. Um, so uh, which is good. I get to play uh, a lot of Uno with my with my daughter, and uh, she goes for walks with me every night, and it's pretty it's pretty great. So, uh, whereas my son in law uh, is, is thriving in the apocalypse because uh, he is the one that's the most busy because all of his friends are online. So every night, I'm like, hey, you want to play like a like play Uno with us? He's like, no, nah, I got a thing, and I'm like, you just uh, quarantine. <laughs> what thing do you have?
2: He's like, oh,
1: I got got a watch party to go do. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, it's like your your you popularity worth is like skyrocketed in, in the quarantine because everybody else is home <laughs> on their computer too
0: that's like uh, it's like he, he knows how to do it well we should probably take advice from him <laughs> probably probably i uh, um
3: i did br- i've done brunch a couple times with some of my friends and like it's kind of nice because i'm reconnecting with friends that live all over the country because like i've lived a lot of places so like we'll do like sunday morning brunch where i'll just make breakfast and like group chat our awesome. group videos
1: that's good. I, uh, I did, I did do a zoom call with, uh, some, some friends back home, like uh, a couple of weeks ago and just got, got drunk on zoom. And
0: then, uh, that's awesome.
1: And then like had moved my monitor, like my screen to like this. So like that's
3: right now. This could be a drunk. Zoom that's call. true.
0: <laughs> I, next, uh, time, next time that needs to happen. I will. I need to, I need to actually go more,
1: get more because I direct most of it, uh, a bottle of Jameson like I drank most of it on that other call so I maybe have (laughs) enough for one one glass left and uh then I was like no I'm gonna don't need another reason to crash tonight so
0: (laughs) (laughs) so uh so that being said ladies and gentlemen you know uh uh, our topic I mean I I know last time we spent like the whole episode talking about dick pics People
1: really like that though I'm telling you there's like a lot of love for the uh dick pic Raider, but we did have other topics at hand that we wanted to talk about in relationships a
0: a ser like you know a semi-serious conversation (laughs) i mean maybe dick pics are involved in this i don't know depending on your dick pics dick pics are definitely a serious conversation to have like and i think it's good to stay updated on you know the the uh the gravity of dick pics you know um so i i I think go ahead the one comment I
1: got was uh, that somebody was like, "Hey, I really appreciate the fact that your your message was don't make fun of other people's genitals." <laughs> and I was like, "That's great because you know genital bullying yeah. is a real thing, and uh, mm-hmm. we do not stand. We stand proud anti-bullying of your That's genitals. Unless but, you uh, like that. Unless you like that, and then go for it. Then yes,
3: but also like if you are going to send dick pics, I would suggest anybody what regardless of shape size." Color whatever, do it in a flattering way. Give your give your dick the the best uh, best thing that you can put out for it.
0: That's right. Filters are definitely right. a thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, throw a Snapchat filter on there. It could be barfing a rainbow or wearing a hat. <laughs> I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like you or could dress do it, it yourself. It, dress it up yourself, like you know, like hey, it, it, it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. yeah. I mean, maybe pretty. Uh, you know, like if you if you're please. watching those root touch-up videos, like online, you know, like hey, maybe maybe uh maybe you know do a dye yes. job uh down below too and make it make it a, the curtains match the drapes, you know. Uh,
3: uh, maybe you know, shave some little, interesting shapes. Yeah, if you found a little cowboy hat, spin it up on top.
1: That's right. I would like to see somebody. You know, this is uh I don't want to see it, see it, but I would be interested if somebody did it. Is actually to shave crop circles into your into your mind. Oh
0: my God. I,
1: like, need, aliens were a here. a
3: lot of space. <laughs> so,
1: like, I feel like if you had a really meticulous, like, razor, you could probably, like, you may be able to do it. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. But <laughs> that's it. If you haven't noticed my background, that- <laughs> too, I, I have a hot dog cart behind me.
0: <laughs> my background is a, a wiener cart. <laughs> All right, we can't get can can... down this like rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, <no, no. laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're going down the rabbit hole again. This, this, is, how, this is how it happens. Going Not down, down the wiener hole.
1: Yeah, Twenty minutes later, it's like we have lost it. We can't we can't even change to another subject now. You you just call it five.
0: dig. Yeah, dig part, dig picks part deal. Like it needs, right. it, it needs to be a <laughs> thing right. forever. Yeah. Uh, right. But yeah, so today we are talking about um, relationships in, in in the sense of. Um, how they change, you know, from the beginning, the middle, and hopefully not, but hopefully, you know, and sometimes the end, or you know, just ongoing relationships. Um, I think this was Sinead's idea. Sinead, did you want to expand on it a little bit?
3: Yeah, I just wanted to talk about, um, you know, even though me and Derek are both married, like you, you have had a long committed relationships, and mm-hmm. me and Derek have probably had commit long committed relationships before yeah. our marriages, and not even just like yeah. I mean, I the end does sound like bad. I think it's more of like the journey of the relationship, whether it's ongoing or has come to a close or changed yeah. to like friendship or whatever. I think it's super interesting because you hear all the cliches of like, you know, the honeymoon period doesn't last. The first year of marriage is always the worst. Different things like that. And I just think that it is something interesting to talk about as far as like, how do relationships change? And like, how do you, and how you feel in them?
2: gotcha it
1: is it's funny i i will show you um even though the the viewing audience can't really see this i will show you listening uh, what i what <laughs> i joke what i joke about is the uh, the epitome of, um, of forky? R- relationship Now forky is awesome though is a relationship changes is a uh, is this is a note and what it says is people can't really see it a whole lot but it says it says you suck you get to do the next one and that's a picture of my my cat and the cat's vomiting so I went to the bathroom and I came back and I was like, Oh I got I got like a little love note here. This is so cute. And that was just reminding me that the cat threw up and that it's my job to do the next one. So, um, but it made me laugh. <laughs> it,
2: was, it, was a,
1: it was an, an endearment uh, moment. Cause I was like, well, I mean, I will do the next one if I'm, if I'm not busy, uh, you know, working yeah. at the time. But um, it's, it's funny because like, you, know, you hear people like you see things online and, and people are like a little of notes and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, it, it's funny, like, especially when you try to gauge somebody's relationship from like a social media standpoint, right? Um, it's always, nobody ever puts, I think, like the real stuff out there, like online. Some
2: do. Online. Yeah, and some it's do. It's a hot mess.
1: Some, it, <laughs> it, 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 is not. A, it is a hot mess. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe that's one of those moments where you kind of judge carefully, but. You know, some of the people on there like they just like, oh, your yeah, relationship's so great and blah blah blah. And, you know, love notes and all this other stuff. But like, the the, the true this is this, really, <laughs> this is the, the true testament of um, of getting getting notes to say you suck, but I know it's out of love, so that's totally that's totally fine.
0: Well, I I think um, <clears throat> you know, obviously we've all either been married or are married, like you said earlier um speaking of me um i have been married um I, I think one of the most important things you know like i'm glad you mentioned that like getting little notes like that um something that i still actually believe in um are the uh, like the the love languages like there's the five different love, love languages and i think that's as corny as it sounds like it's important to know like um, where your partner's at during that, you know, you know, whatever time period y'all are in, in y'all's relationship. Um, it's a good test to take, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not going to like make, you know, I just implore people to to actually take the test and find out if, if that seems like who they are or not. I mean, I can really quick, it's like words of affirmation, service, receiving gifts, quality time and physical touch. And like yours, you know, like, I mean, yours might fall under like quality time or like, um, in the most obscure sense, words of affirmation as far as getting that sticky note. <laughs>
1: so, I mean, here's here's the thing. Here's like the one thing that I've learned, like being married for almost twenty years. Um, my wife and, and I, we uh, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> we we really like to, in a in a very loving, like way. We we definitely bust each other's chops like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, probably people we always joke around like people from the outside were like to to walk in and hear this like they they would probably be like wow it's a terrible relationship but um it it really honestly we just really joke with each other a lot we laugh a lot which i think is really important but we also know enough when they kind of like the other person is not in the mood for like kind of a a little bit of light ribbing to be able to say like hey you know what like i i'm just kind of like feeling a little bit like maybe a little more sensitive than I normally do to raw like like I just need you to ease up a little bit like and kind of lay off a little bit and uh and tell the other person (laughs) that but like you know normally I mean we we you know joke around we pick on each other uh, you know a a fair amount in in a loving way but I think that's that's the other part is knowing like that way to communicate love like between to your point like that love language right like my wife is not somebody that like is like super touchy-feely so like you know, like, an occasional, like, you know, like, you know, rub on the back or, like, pat on the ass is, like, you know, but I'm not, like, hovering all over her all day long, because that's just not what she's, she's into, but I know that, so, like, that's totally fine, like, um, you know, whereas, whereas I am on the other end, like, I'm very affectionate, so, like, I do like that, but it's, it's just understanding, like, how, how to speak that other person's language and recognizing, like, when that other person's not feeling, kind of, like, you know, picking up what you're putting down in a sense. So I think that's like really important to understand, like how to communicate in that way. So,
0: well, and, and while you're on that uh, doc, um, wh- what do you think like the big, I mean, if you can, if, if, if you can like think about it, um, what is, what's been the big difference between when y'all first got married, as far as the way y'all interact up, up until this point,
1: I think the biggest thing is really perception. Like, so I think people forget that they bring in years and years of baggage, like into a relationship when you step into it, Mm -hmm. like you are literally like you're boarding a plane for like a 12 month journey, right? You have a shit ton of baggage, whether you realize it or not, like, and you don't really start unpacking that until you're really a deep relationship. Right right and when you start opening that shit up like some of it is is great like hey wonderful swim trunks and flip-flops and all that good stuff and then some of it's like you know holy shit like that's that's some deep baggage that's in there that's some crazy shit that's in there in your suitcase
2: and so i think like <laughs> really?
1: very early very early on you don't always understand somebody else's baggage because you don't always understand your own so i think that's like very early on in my relationship it was very much like I grew up a very certain, a certain way. My wife grew up in a very different environment. Like I was fortunate enough to like, I feel like I had parents that were together till the day they died. Like I grew up in a pretty suburban neighborhood. Like my parents had their own business. Like, you know, I didn't want for a whole lot growing up. My wife on the other hand grew up, you know, with a single parent household with three kids and you know, mom had not some great relationships and um, a lot of that was to, to, you know, mutual kind of issues going on there, um, and didn't have a whole lot of money. So like, they they grew up in a lot of like sectionary housing and subsidized housing, and you know, grew up on food stamps and all that good stuff. So, you know, for me to understand where, like, even in the in the love of a relationship, like when you're starting off, to understand where somebody came from and how that influences their their behavior and some of the anxieties they have and some of the baggage they have when you don't know, because you just don't, you've never grew up in that. I think that's like, that's always a big hurdle. So I know very early on, like it was, you know, it was really understanding, like, why do you have anxiety about this? Like, why do you worry about this? Like, this is nothing to worry about. Like, to me, it was like, it's not a big deal. Um, And then, um, you know, kind of growing together realizing like, Oh wow. Like, Holy shit. Like you're, you're, the things you grew up with really did influence like the way that you think like, and I can understand that. And even though like, I may not always see eye to eye, I, I maybe don't have anxiety in the way that you have anxiety or like concerns in the way that you have concerns. It doesn't make them any less valid. It just means that I don't necessarily, I just can't visualize it in my mind or put myself in that situation to really
2: mm-hmm.
1: like understand that wholeheartedly, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to shit on you because I don't understand it. It just means that like we, Just have a different thought process, or we just have different experiences that kind of drove us there. But that—that is a—that is a hurdle. I think that that took a while to get over because we were we got together so young and we were married so young that it was, um, you know, at at the age of in your early twenties, you're just you know absorbed about like the things that you think are going to happen in your life, and then you know to not have those things happen, it's very, you know, and and add marriage and kids on top of that, it just you know, it makes for a very, very different experience and, you know, understand why people, you know, maybe don't always uh, react well to that. Um, Uh, So I I would say for me that that was kind of like our, like very early on our biggest hurdle.
0: Um, So. And, and, and now what do you think your biggest hurdle was now? TV. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, you know i i I will say like
1: i don't really think that we have um uh like a huge amount of hurdles i think just you know kind of like i think the biggest thing really like where there is the biggest difference is just in regards to like uh like things that are career related so um i i'm very just a, a very like uh german person because i i like what i do and i've been doing it for a long time and Um, so that is, that is my career path. Um, my wife has, I've been fortunate enough like that she's stayed at home with the kids for most of their, their young life, like, and now in teenagers and has, has played that role so I could essentially have a career. And so like for her to think that as the kids get older and they're eventually going to venture off on their own, like, what do I do with my life now that they're kind of all grown up in a sense and like, I have a lot of time left to work. So um, so she is at a very, like in that position is very in a different path and not that it is a, uh, not as a conflict, but, um, it's just where she's starting is where adjustment. I was 20. Yes. It, you know, where she is in that position is where I was 20 years ago. So it's very hard for me to say like, well, like I understand that. Cause it's like, I, it's just like, no, you can do this, this, and this, and you're great. And you should do this. And it's not like uh remembering that feeling of never having done x before like in a job and being like totally overwhelmed by that because you don't think you have the chops to do that versus being 20 years down the line and being like i've done that been there done that and i know that i can do that well um and then be able to kind of take that and run with it so i think it's just that is not a I don't want to say a hurdle but i just think that's like if you talk about the biggest like i think gap of a shared experience like that's that's probably like the biggest
0: one Yeah. I, uh... Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna switch it off, back it over to you, Sinead, yeah. because you're on a totally different spectrum. You're like at the beginning, like legitimately at the beginning stage of you know where Derek was at 20 years ago. And I just, I just wanted to maybe you know maybe get your your thought process on you know when you and Berto first started dating versus till now, uh, and the first couple of I mean, what it has been like? What six, five months already since you've been married? Yeah, five months. Yeah, yeah. So five months, you know that you've been going on, going on six. I mean, um, you know, what 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 have you seen? Like, it's been the big difference. I mean, um, because y'all lived together before y'all were married, right? Y'all y'all were breaking uh, God's God's been, uh, God's will.
3: I mean, we lived <laughs> together, but we didn't do anything that God wouldn't approve. Oh, okay.
0: You know, you know, anal was was when we got married. <laughs> That's
3: right. No, we uh, My my butthole
1: is from a marriage.
3: That's well, no, I, I mean, Jesus is not approve. Our Jesus approves if it's not the vagina, so like every oh, other that, hole's game.
1: That's uh, true. It's the it's the
3: poop hole. for uh, loophole. That's
2: uh, so
1: always true. The, the, the
3: poop hole. Did you say poop hole? The poop, yeah. shoot poop, poop is a poop loophole. Shoot.
0: That's the poop hole for the loophole.
3: Yeah. Um, so we've been together like nine years, or at least seen each other's lives as like a big faculty, and we. Just, we moved together about two years ago. So, like, for the first six years of our relationship, we did not live together. Oh, wow. Uh, and wait, like, we're both, wait, how long? Like, six years.
0: Holy before, shit.
3: Before we moved in together. How? Uh, yeah, we just were, like, really independent people. Like, we're, uh, and it worked for us. Like, it worked, like, we both had lived with significant others beforehand. Mm-hmm. and it did not work out and we both had pretty bad experiences with it and we were just kind of like well we're happy with what we're doing once that changes well, then we'll go for it or like you know see what assess what's going on there yeah and um but the first the first five months almost six months in like a week so let's just say six months has it's been great it's a lot better than engaged life because engaged life is just stressful as fuck planning a wedding
0: oh yeah uh, yeah <laughs> definitely
3: But I um. But over the years, like when we first start together, and I think this is like true of like most relationships. You do have like the cliche honeymoon period. Like you're very excited to talk to each other. You want to get to know this person. You want to see what it's like with them. Like you want to have all these fun experiences because it's exciting, it's new. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that learning the love language is maybe not, maybe it's not something that everyone needs to subscribe to, even though I use, is a, I talked to my mom's love language before you got on. Um, but I think that it's really good and to take a second and think about how you communicate and how you communicate your love and affection for somebody. And I think that it's like it's totally a great thing, right. a tool to look at, um, just because it does. Like you know, how are you showing affection? It really makes you more present in the actions you do towards your significant other, and also present in a way that they react to you and that they do stuff. And mm-hmm. I, th- um, so I'm. As far as like the first six months, it's been, it's honestly feels like dating again because it's, it's less stressful. There's like, we started, I know we're doing more, like we started new bank accounts together. We've done all the things on that front. I uh, had to have a very, very big conversation with my mother-in-law. because She didn't know until after the wedding that I wasn't changing my name.
0: (laughs) Oh, Wow.
3: Uh, he just forgot to mention it to her.
0: Oh, that's good. So we, got yeah.
3: lot, so we got a lot of things saying Mr. and Mrs. His last name. And I was just like, well. How about that? Nice. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you allow it for the wedding, though, at least? Or?
3: Oh, uh, well, I mean, like if you're giving me money, you can call me whatever. I don't care. Uh,
0: <laughs> That's good to know. That's, right. That's good to know. And I'll snuggle with no, you every- for for an hour too. So <laughs> for uh, for below minimum wage, apparently. <laughs>
3: That's right. Well, I mean, just until I build it up. Uh, well, Three dollars an hour is not below minimum wage. Uh, wow. But uh, so honestly, it's been it's for a long time now. I think like the biggest change for us was us and like really with a turning point in our relationship getting like really happy healthy uh healthy and happy is realizing that like this is forever like there's like we're not thinking about like oh if this keeps going on I'm gonna break up with him or she keeps doing this or like I'm gonna break up with her yeah. or like having that like you know like like we always like said not having not
0: having that not having that word divorce into vocabulary right
3: Yeah, well, this is even before we got engaged. It was just like, all right, well, like, this is comfort. This is, like, I know and I trust that you are going to be there for me no matter what. Like, that's never going to stop. Mm -hmm. And once that was kind of, like, really cemented and felt from, like, both sides, like, like, you're, like, because before we would do, like, like, gut checks. Like, like, hey, like, we haven't talked in, like, three days. Like, we good. Okay, cool. Like, you just been busy? What have you been up to? Like, kind of, like, on Mm -hmm. those, or just, like, even when we lived together, or, well, by the time we lived together, that wasn't really a thing, but it was just, like, be good, all right, cool, there's no problems, because we both had dated people, you know, talking about baggage in the past, that were not very upfront with, like, how they were feeling, and that all of a sudden there would be a problem, and we didn't even know that it was happening, and I'm very, like, direct in a lot of things, and that includes, like, when I'm not okay in something, with something, so, like, there's plenty of times we would be hanging out with his friends and I would like when we first started dating and i and at some point I just get tired or I, my friends would invite me to something, but he still wants to do that. And I was like, Hey, why don't you stay here? I'm going to go hang out with like Chelsea. And he's like, are, are you mad? I'm like, no, just like, this is your thing. I've been enjoying it, but I'm going to do this. Like, not if like we like had planned to like do other stuff. But it's like, Oh, Hey, we're playing smash bros at so-and-so's house. Like, Oh, I'll join play smash bros for a couple hours and then I'm done. And he was just like, are you mad? Is this fine? I'm like, no you enjoy your friends. This is a fine thing. This is okay. If it was not, I would tell you, mm-hmm. but Chelsea's real fun. And I'm going to do that. And I don't know, like now it's just like, there's not any of those kind of conversations. And there haven't been for like a long time, or it's just like, things good. It's always been a like, Hey, I'm feeling this way and being more upfront and being more comfortable with it. Cause Not feeling like we are going to scare the other person off, not feel like, like this is this could go away at any moment
2: yeah i think that's and, um
3: sorry go ahead no and i it's yeah so like marriage has been marriage has been fine i mean I, I do feel like it's a little bit less sexy since jesus approves of it now but like i get over it right, thanks a lot
1: <laughs>
2: thanks, thanks a lot
1: for i gotta find a way to bring sexy back what can we do to <laughs> uh, get, get the goat in the altar
2: <laughs> do this.
1: Um, I think that you brought up a really good point that I think that, well, two, re- uh, we well, brought up a lot of really good points, but I think like the two big ones, I think that, that hit home are you have to continue to be independent. So that's the thing is like, it has to be okay for you to still be your own person. So I think that that's really important. I, I see a lot of people that like get into relationships and they automatically become the other person. Um, Or they drop all their friends yeah and not in in an organic way that like i've been together you know we've been together for a long time and and sometimes now your things that you like are kind of ripped off of me and i and i like them too but in a really forced way like you know a great example is like my wife is not one a huge movie fan and two is not a horror movie fan at all and those are like the two things that I love to do. So, um, but she's an avid reader. Like she reads all the time and like is reading constantly. So that's kind of like her version of like me going to the movies. So, but literally like when the theaters are open, like every Sunday, that would be my thing. And I'd be like, hey, I'm going to go movies out. I'm thinking I'm going to go check out like a matinee. Like, um, unless you have something you want to do. But it's always been like, never been an issue. It's always been like, yeah, do your thing. Like go, go have fun, come back, love dinner, you know. Uh, whatnot. Uh, my wife is also not, like, super, like, uh, into going out to bars. Like, that's just not her scene. Uh, she's not a big drinker, and um, and rightfully so, just due to sabbatical conditions. So that's never really been her thing. I do like going out and, and, like, being social and, like, having a good time, and, and you know, so, but it's always the fact that, like, I know she doesn't want to go out, but I'll always ask. Like, I always send in the invite, like, sure, you don't want to go? Like, you're more welcome to come. Like, we're just going to grab beer. We're going to grab dinner. We'll be back. Um, you know just because I don't want to just assume that like maybe the one time that she does want to go like I didn't invite her just assume she doesn't want to go but I know I know secretly that's not her thing like and I would never force her to go unless it's something really important uh, to me to go like if it's a birthday or things like that but um, but it's just kind of doing your own thing and like being your own person like every now and then I, I am I like to read them. Just you know, I feel like I reading enough for work, and I just never want to do it when I'm done. But every now and then, like every year for Christmas, she buys me a book. But it's always something that I like. It's not an, a forced book, so it's always like a graphic novel or like a like a movie fact book or something like that that I, I will actually enjoy. That's so sweet. I was ha- I was have to give an idea because uh, she's always like, I hey, give me some some topics, but um, I think the the other part that um, you brought is just really being. Okay, with like knowing your love language, and like I know for me personally, like I grew up in, in, in an environment where you know both my parents' love language it was really uh, was very much like giving. So they mm-hmm. were all about giving gifts. Like they worked a lot, they worked really hard. So I think to make up for that, um, that was always a tendency, like you know, to to buy and, and and buy. And so when we first got a relationship, that's what I was all about. Is like I'm gonna lavish you with gifts and. Like, and that's great, but that doesn't always translate to like.
0: to Carl love language.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah. so now it's kind of morphed into this like, okay, yeah, I do. I do want to surprise you and buy stuff for you. And like that's,
0: Absolutely. you know,
1: but I also want to gas up your car. And I also want to, you know, take mm-hmm. it to the car wash for you. Or I want to take it to get an oil chain, like stuff that you don't like to do, but I know you'd appreciate if I did it and I don't care. So I'll just go ahead and do it. Um, or my wife really likes hot tamales. So, like, anytime I like go to HEB, let's grab a thing of hot tamales. I mean, 99 cents, but it's just like, hey, saw hot tamales, saw you, brought you home some hot tamales. Yeah. Because uh, I know you like them. So, it's just like little things like that that I think, like, your love language, like, number one, you have to know what it is, but two, you have to be able to kind of like almost like pivot a little bit. And like, it's going to change
0: over time. You just have to recognize, like, how that changes. Hey, that that's coming. Across. I, I, w- I want to, uh, s- yeah. I'm so sorry to interrupt you on that one, no, Derek. Cause I, I think that I, that's that's a, I mean that's the most that's a, a really important thing to talk about. Like I took a class over freaking love languages growing up. Oh, not growing up, but when I was when I was starting to become a pastor. Um, that's not a joke either. I was actually about to become a pastor, but I took a love language. Hallelujah. Course. Hallelujah! Can then, you imagine, Pastor Tank? But then Jesus oh, did
3: you dirty.
1: Jesus <laughs> did. <laughs> I, yeah. I would. I would go to church if you were at the pulpit. <laughs> I would too. That's what I'm saying I would. Thanks. I would go back to church if you were at the pulpit. That's. how I would appreciate
2: it. I him
3: in like a suit, but like, like the sleeves torn off. Yeah, <laughs> <That's
1: right. laughs> I, I, uh, I, I imagine you like short sleeves and like a Baptist.
0: <laughs> right? And like like super super Baptisty music and it goes on yeah. for three hours.
3: Not <laughs> <laughs> you, you yeah.
0: uh, yeah. uh, yeah. like the
1: Blues Brothers.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um the the most important thing that I've learned over the years uh with with actually just you know like not only studying the love languages but actually like um being mindful of them is that they change over time like i remember when i first got with my ex wife when we were just boyfriend girlfriend words of affirmation were so important to me like super super important to me over time it became quality you know quality time i didn't need her to tell me like to reassure me that you know she loved me i knew it i just wanted her time and now, you know, now that, you know, I'm a single and ready to mingle. physical touch is kind of my deal, you know? <laughs> um, that's why I wrote those dice scene <laughs> that we're talking about. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I think, I think also love languages can change for like a lot of different reasons. One of them definitely can be like, how new is the relationship?
2: Absolutely. Like, you know, like, because
3: mm-hmm. when you first get together, like, does this person think I'm cool?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. It's a, it's a legit... Yeah, it's so a legit thing you think, or like, yeah, do they think that I, I look good, or like, do they like my hair, or if I do something, wear something different, you know, are they still gonna think I'm cute, you know, or if I yeah. say something d- dumb, like,
0: are they gonna not want to be with me, you know? Right, it's a, it's, it's so important to, I mean, I think, I, I mean, I, I think one of the, another thing too, is like, to know you're like, your independent love language as far as like, as a whole. And then I think in a relationship, like you were saying, Sinead, like it does change over time and you, you, you kind of have this collective love language and then you have the separate love language about yourselves too. And then, and understanding that it does, it does change over time. And then you're always being self-aware. Um, it, it's like that cheesy quote, like that they always say, like, always like, like always chase like your significant other like you were like trying to get get them to be with you in the first place you know um and and i, th- and I think a lot of people forget about that in as far as like they get too comfortable and they quit trying you know it's just like that's you know this is my life now you know rather than you know they've been married you know four, four or five years and now they have two kids and you know they just kind of go through the motions and they forget to check in um you know with their significant other like you do like you were saying Shanae, uh, but they also forget to check in with themselves Like, to have that conversation with themselves, like, hey, am I okay? You know, like, hey, you know, like, let's talk about this. Hey, I need to talk about me for a little bit, you know? Like, um, let me just bounce this off to you.
3: And it can cause so many, like, issues in relationships when you do forget to do that. Because sometimes you may be mad at yourself or how something came out. And then all of a sudden there's a problem in a relationship that wasn't a problem before. Like, it doesn't, like, yeah, definitely being... Like, I think it kind of goes, like, similar to, like, what I was saying before, like, being present in a relationship. Like, you know, when you, like, do, like, so many people do have, like, you know, the kids, like, the stuff, and they forget, like, that they are in a relationship or that they're a single person because they're just focused on what's happening. They're being reactive instead of proactive in their own life. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: And that can take such a serious toll no matter where you are in a relationship. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think, I think being self-aware is really important, like for yourself and and for everybody that you have a relationship with as well, because to your point, like you could very much be reacting in a way and it had nothing to do with the other person. It's entirely brought on by circumstance or things going on in your life that are like out of your control or anxiety you have about something that, that happened or is going on. And like your reaction to that, if you're not self-aware, you're just going to automatically look for like a scapegoat as to why you're feeling that way. <clears throat> and a lot of people tend to put that on their spouse. Like I'm feeling this because you're doing this. But like when actuality, it's like, I'm feeling this because this happened over here and you were the only person that's in front of me. So therefore I'm going to take it out on you in a sense because you're, you're right there. Um, because they're not self-aware enough to know that that's, there's something else uh, going on. And I think you brought up another really good point, which is like, I think people kind of go into relationships with this idea of like, if it doesn't work out, we can just leave. Right. And they're they're, like, I think you have to understand, like, there's this, there's the things you can, the the stuff you can tolerate and the stuff you can't tolerate. And, you know, if it's stuff that you can tolerate you figure out a way to work around it, like if it's stuff that's a deal breaker for you, like hopefully you figure that out beforehand. But if you didn't, then, need to be really transparent about this is like a deal breaker and either the behavior changes or this changes or like we just this cannot happen because it is a no-go for me um but i think a lot of people just see the small stuff and they're like well we tried (laughs) sorry you know and then and then it's done and then they move on to the next one and i you know just the the guy that uh i know back home it's like third relationship third marriage (laughs) and like just repeats the same pattern over and over again of stuff that like he is doing wrong, but it's just not aware enough to like know that he's the one that's in the wrong, like most of the time, but he just takes the same stuff, repeats the same pattern over again, does it all over again. And it's bound to happen with this, you know, with this other relationship he has right now, like you're in the early stages, but eventually we'll reach that point of like, you're not self-aware enough to know like where you're fucking up. So, um,
3: yeah, whenever uh, me and Berto first got together quite regularly we would say like hey like we meant it in like a like a romantic way. It sounds really harsh, but like, hey, like I don't need you, but I want you. Absolutely. Like, as as far as affirmations, 100%. like that, that was what our affirmation was in the beginning of beginnings of our relationship. And then we don't only really say it now, but like when things start getting more comfortable and realize like, hey, like this person's not leaving. It was the affirmation of like, hey, I, I still don't, like, need you to be alive and exist, but I never want to be without you. And that was kind of, like, the big mm-hmm. thing of, like, yeah, now once we get to this stage, like, this is awesome. Like, this is a whole new level it's of comfortable. A, it,
0: it's so much better to be wanted rather than needed. Yeah. You know, it's like I my time is spent because I want it to be spent with you. Yeah. And, and I think people, people don't really – people that aren't self-aware, like we're talking about – Um, when they feel like they're not needed, uh, they feel very insecure or they already are insecure and someone they don't feel needed. Um, they, they go into that, um, that, you know, that's that downward spiral of toxic relationships and, you know, um, it just never ends and it, it just, um, No one, no, I guess even if, I mean, no one really calls them out on it, you know, I mean, I don't know how you would get yourself out of that until you hit rock bottom of relationships, I guess.
1: You know, I don't think some people never get themselves out of it. I think they just reach a point where there's nobody left, like, Mm. or, or the other person is just as much of a train wreck as they are. And then it's just a vicious cycle. But um, yeah, I think that having that affirmation is really important like, to be able to identify, like, I, not that I don't need you, but I want you, I need you in a different way. Right. I, we've always said that too. Like, we've always kind of made the the point of like, if, if this relationship never like doesn't work number one for, for one of us, we need to be vocal about it. Like yeah. before somebody does something stupid, but we always end up in the conversation with like, Nope, I'm in it to win it. Like we're in it for the long haul. Like never wants <laughs> to be turned back around and said, Hey, like, no, yeah, you're absolutely correct. Like we have to have a conversation, but it's always like on the table of like, Hey, I'd rather be honest and hurt you for five minutes than, do something that's gonna hurt you for the rest of your life,
0: like absolutely,
1: like being like being unfaithful, like for example, yeah. Um, and so, yeah. But we can have that on, like to your point, you can have those honest conversations and say, like, yeah, it's not easy to say, but if push comes to shove, like, be honest with me. If if, if I can change and I feel like it's appropriate for me to change, then I'll change. And if I can't, like, then we need to kind of figure things out amicably. But um, to your point, it's never one of those situations of, like, we're saying that to be harsh or, like, we're, like, in it to quit. But it's just, like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, we always have – there's always an out. We never take the
0: out, like, even when things get tough, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Oh, I'll go real quick. <laughs> well, what I was just going to say is that um, I think it's also important to to, you know, what you're saying is – it's, it's you have to have those conversations uh but I also think you have to know when to have those conversations and I just wanted to add, add something extra cheesy that I've learned and i'm do y'all know about halt like h a l t halt uh the yeah. hung, hungry angry lonely and tired like times to not have a conversation <laughs> when you're hungry angry and you're lonely and you're tired that's probably not a good <gasps> good time to have a conversation with your significant other just wanted to throw out that quick little tidbit no
3: i I learned that like four years ago, like <clears throat> like sometimes we'd have like really good conversations and others and I never thought that I was a person who got hangry and then I would realize like, Oh, well, I'm getting pissy because I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing that like he's yeah. doing. He's not be- nope. like I'd be like sitting there just like this fucking asshole. I'm so fucking done with his face. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew that other people got hangry. Yeah. I just not think I, I, I did.
0: Like that 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 causes <laughs> so much self awareness. Yeah. And then when you also- eat you're fucking fine.
3: Yeah. Well, I just feel better and I'm like, oh yeah, this is what it is. Also, like for me particularly, being hot, I don't deal with it well. I also just don't like do the health stuff. I also just like overheat pretty easily. So I also noticed that whenever we would go to like music festivals or like tubing down the river or like do things out in the sun when it's hot, I would be more prone to like get annoyed with small things. And then now that I'm aware of it, I'm just like, no, I'm just, I'm just hot. Like it's, he's doing nothing. I am, I am just hot and pissy about it. I just don't like that. I'm getting very hot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> totally.
1: I think it's to that point to you, to you have to know when to have those conversations. Like, and especially when you are really frustrated about something and you're, you know, you're already heated about it. Like I am somebody like when, when, an, when an argument ensues, I just want to talk about it and get it done. Like, Let's just get to the bottom yeah. of it. Let's talk it out. Let's move forward. Let's
0: wash it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's squash it. My wife, on the other hand, she's a processor. So she like needs time to like process, think about it, like decompress, come back to it. So like very early on, it was like, you know, we get an attempt about something stupid and it would be like, all right, we got to talk about this right now. I'm like, we got to talk about this right now. This is, this is a relationship thing. And then she would like, go silent. And I'm like, I can't believe you're fucking ignoring me right now. And it's not a matter of just over time realizing like I'm frustrated and I know I want to talk about it, but you're not ready to talk about it. So you need to come find me when you're ready to have that conversation.
0: Absolutely. hundred you know, percent. That's a, that's that's like a beautiful way to communicate that. And it's like, you have to, like you, I mean, you really have to be very blunt and, and, and very to the point and specific like, Hey, I want to talk about this. It's apparent that you may not be ready Like, I'm open. My door's open, you know? Like, and I would love to talk about this whenever you're ready to do so. And I'm here. I'm here to listen to you.
2: Yeah.
1: Come find me. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Like, you're annoyed. This is not going to go well if
0: we have this conversation. So I still love you. Yeah. And I just want (laughs) to, I want to get this squashed. Yeah.
3: Love you, pissy pants. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
3: I mean, don't, we probably shouldn't call her that. Uh, (laughs) not not
1: when she's mad. No, like, probably not. Um,
3: and yeah no definitely for sure like finding a time and place but also like figuring out how y'all process like how the other person even processes phrases or how you you know communicate those but that's every relationship even friendships Mm
2: -hmm. some of them
3: you just have to like figure out what the person means when they say this because it may sound really mean to you but it's not to them (laughs) yeah uh yeah
1: it's those trigger words like it's those those words when you hear that word you know like it is time to probably step away because that is you were irked about something like yeah and and other times where you hear something and you're like no that's i know you're just fucking around so uh
3: my thing was like if uh and like when he was like you know uh like for example uh he was telling me that something that i was doing like he didn't really like that like whenever i was doing it he uh like kind of like uh I forgot what I was doing to be honest I think it was like I was the way I was wording something at this but I remember him saying like uh uh let he didn't like it and I was like oh yeah I know like I can change I can change that it doesn't matter and he took it as like me saying that his feelings don't matter and I was like oh no like what I was doing is not something that is like core to me as a person that oh I'll, I'll just change it and that's all that it means yeah but he thought yeah I was dismissing him and there's times that with me being direct like in those conversations of figuring out like a how to word stuff so it doesn't like so it comes off how i mean it like it, it's definitely something that i've had to grown grow into a lot with like friendships and relationships and definitely relationships of me being like like younger me being like well honesty is the best policy just say what you're thinking well
0: yes and no it's
3: how you communicate what you're thinking that actually yeah. matters
0: yeah <laughs> it's, uh, and it, it's has like, being it. A- being accused, like using accusing words, never works out in your favor. Oh, never. You know, no, you just uh, always yeah. use feeling words like, hey, when you did this, it made, and, and again, it sounds so cheesy as far as like the love language We, did, we did,
2: And then the feeling we exists, did it. like,
0: yeah, it's like, yeah. dude, like when you did this, it made me feel like this. I'm right. not sure if that was your intention or not, but I just, I'm expressing how it made me feel. Yeah. Oh, I always mean, use like, I in, my, in, my, like
2: at
0: all. in my opinion,
1: that's all we say, like, in my yeah. opinion, like, this is how it's my coming across like,
2: yeah i
1: just like i like to highlight it's just my opinion it's just my yeah. thought like that's how i'm visualizing it like mm-hmm. it doesn't mean i'm right yeah it could be way off like 100%. but it just means that like i like at this moment that is exactly how i'm feeling
2: mm-hmm. like
1: even if it's not true just want you to recognize that that's like when you say yeah. that, that's where my mind goes and that could be me just being totally fucked. but like i'm you know
0: yeah and then you know, and you say that, certain, and, and I think about, like, all the conversations that we had today um, before we wrap up here, like, you know, thinking about, like, 20 years of marriage and, you know, who you are and who your wife is on paper, I mean, y'all aren't supposed to work out. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it really isn't, and you're, you're, but the proof's in the pudding as far as, you know, the way you communicate, the way, you know, yeah. the. I mean, like, um, we, from...
1: We always joke that like, well, we, so very, very different from, uh, Shanae and Berto. Like I met my wife in September, 2000, we were engaged by February of 2001, we were <laughs> married one year to the day from our first date. Uh, and so it was whirlwind and it was I, I will say it was, it was as much as love at first sight and kismet as, as you could possibly get. But that being said, we had to unpack all this stuff while we'll legally married. So mm-hmm. and I guarantee, you, like we joke around all the time, like I wish we'd taken bets against people that probably thought we would have been divorced like in six months, because we really truly are in a lot of ways like polar opposites.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it works for us. It doesn't always work for everybody to be and in, and in then opposites, but like our you know, yeah. type A and type B, like like we always joke around like my Flexibility and positivity, kind of like uh, balance her like practicality and kind of stoicness at times. So um, it works, it works out for us, but we did spend a lot of time trying to figure that out. Was um, it
0: frustrating at first?
1: I would say like the, the epitome of like your first year of marriage, like sucks, is probably for us was a true statement. And, and I only say that because number one, we're newly married. Yeah. had been together too super long. We, had a baby in our first year and we had shit for money. So like we were like, it was one of those like, yeah. So like, and, and our son of course like was born and he was colicky. So like the first like four months of like having a colicky baby, newly married like, they're just like a lot of times you just cried. (laughs) Like you just cried. And and, uh, and then
3: you're Capricorn, she's a Libra. Like it was was all stacked against you. Yeah. It was just, (laughs) uh, yeah. It was just
1: one of those things. And, and like, so, and then you just figure out like where people, you know, like uh, she grew up in a, in, a, in a home where like her her biological dad left a caught bait. Her stepdad literally cut out weeks before our wedding and like separated. We never saw him again. So, like, well. yeah, there's a lot of like not positive male role models. So, like, the first inclination after the honeymoon phase is over, right, is that this guy's gonna go, he's gonna leave. And so it was always like, I'm not going anywhere i don't care how much it sucks like mm. we're in this so like i'm here um but it took a while for that to sink in as much as it like took a while for it to sink in for me that like i'm not gonna fuck this up um coming from to Shea, you point out like right being in relationships before that like i had two relationships before that both long term both live with the person both ended historically bad um so this was my third time living with somebody and um, so it was one of those.
3: Third time's so, a charm.
1: Yeah, third, third time's to charm, but it was also unpacking that piece of it as well and, like, taking all that baggage and, like, trying to sort through it and trying to sh- throw away the stuff that doesn't work and then figuring it all out. So, like, I feel like after a while, we got into a rhythm. Like, things got better. Life got better. Um, but, I mean, definitely hit a lot of hard roads, like, on the way. Just never lost sight of, like, this is shitty and short-term this is us it's not shitty and long-term so like let's just ride out the the shitty short-term stuff we'll figure it out right nothing is forever so yeah
0: well that was i mean we've hit our stride at the relationship show ladies and gentlemen um this was the fastest hour of my life i'll tell you that much um and before we go, I just want to make sure I, I I give Shanae the floor to say anything that she wants to end with before we, we do wrap it up.
3: Dr. Love, you're a good man.
0: Thank Absolutely. You. Absolutely, Z- sir.
1: Zara Zara cuddles you you're you're an amazing lady. So and and Reverend and Reverend uh Tank Run Rodriguez. Um again, I, I would go watch you I would let you officiate my wedding any day.
0: Oh well, you know, I appreciate that. And I would Yes. I, I am, I am, uh, <laughs> I, I am a uh, certified Judas priest, so I, I can do that <laughs> um, legally. Actually, the, yeah, le- legally I can do that. Um, so, but uh, no, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. Um, it, it, it worked out perfectly to see someone brand new in, in the world of, uh, of marriage, uh, you know, so, uh, and then having, you know, Derek, uh, Dr. Derek, uh, that's why he's a doctor, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's the why he's the doctor of love. Twenty years plus 20,
1: Twenty. years of love medical school.
0: <laughs> you know, um, and and, 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 and,
1: and, the, and the crippling medical school debt that goes along with that. Just
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, but no, I want to thank you so much, guys, for your time. Um, anything last, like I want to say before we go?
1: No, I
3: just want to. You take.
0: Yeah,
1: the what? You're a good man to, uh, Mr. Tank. Oh, no, I just want to yes. say, like, for, for the for the people that are out there, like we talk about marriage, we talk about it different ways, um, obviously new, old, it doesn't matter. Like it really is what you make of it. Um, at the end of the day, if you, if you choose to want to make the best of it and make it forever, barring any unforeseen circumstances that are beyond your control, like you can make it happen. It doesn't really matter. Like what it is, if you're in it for the hall and it's the right person, like it's not going to matter if it's not the right person. That's when probably things tend to go to shit. And you should probably cut your losses, you know, at some point, but.
0: Shanae, last, last thoughts. Um,
3: yeah. Uh, <clears throat> like I'm not a really big believer in like the one I think that is the one that's willing to put in as much effort as you are. Uh, like as far sure. as like if the one exists. And I think that, um, we didn't really touch on it super much, but I think that, like, awesome people need to enjoy every step of a, a relationship. The enjoy it for what's going on, like, because uh, sometimes, like, things will pass by, and you're like, oh, wow, that was a really fun time, or that was a really hard time, and, like, we're different now. And I think it's, uh, you know, if you love and care about the person you're with and they make you feel loved and cared about, like, you should uh, every now and then just take a step back and be like, this is dope.
0: Absolutely. And it is, yes. you know, a lot of people, you know, always think about like, man, I miss the good old days. Like just remember more than likely you are in the good old days. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I want to thank you, you know, want to thank you again, Dr. Czar, so much for your time today. Uh, beautiful, beautiful insight, two different spectrums of the marriage world Um but yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget, well, actually really quick, um, don't forget, you know, uh, the things that we talked about as far as like, go look online, five love, the, the number five, Um I do believe that's the website. I'll double check it. It'll be in the description down below. Um, all lowercase letters? All, uh, yeah, lowercase, uh, capital five. Capital five. Uh, capital five <laughs> in there. No lowercase <laughs> fives. Uh, capital period. Uh, calm. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, fivelovelanguages.com. Uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to to uh, follow us on on uh, on Spotify, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, and leave us a five star review, uh, tell your friends and tell your family. If someone's in a shitty relationship right now, and you think this would be beneficial to them, give give them the link. Just give them the damn link, guys. Uh, but yeah, go no, for for Dr. Derek in Love for Zazar Snugs, uh, Shanae Howard. Go follow her on on uh, the uh, Save, Continue podcast. If you like video games, uh, don't forget to you know listen to the rest of our, our podcast. And we'll definitely see you on the next one. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: Bye-bye.